This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Breakfast Ben's podcast today. Tim Benz with you as we get set for the return of the Robert Morris University Colonials. The men's and women's hockey teams get back on the ice in October. In fact, October 7th. That's the date of the first game for the men's team coached by Derek Schooley as they return after a two-year absence against the Bowling Green Falcons at Clearview Arena on Neville Island. Bowling Green coming in to open the season at 7 p.m. on Saturday the 7th. And the big news for the Colonials is that they recently announced their roster for the team that is now coming back. Lots of transfers, lots of freshmen put together to get the team back on the ice after it was disbanded for two years. Derek Schooley still coaching the team. Derek, good to have you on, and uh, congratulations on putting the roster together, getting the schedule out. It, it must feel really real to you at this point. Well, I appreciate you having me, Tim, and um, we've got a schedule, we've got a roster, and we've even got jerseys, too. So... <laughs> We're, uh, we're, we're getting, we're getting there and it is, it's getting, it's getting real. It, it seems like forever since I coached a hockey game and the Colonials have played a hockey game, but it's got to the point where, um, you know, we're a little over a month away from all of our players reporting and getting back at it. We've had a couple of team zoom calls are ready to, to start building some team culture and, and try to get us uh, moving in the right direction, seeing their, their players from all over. As you mentioned, a lot of transfers, a lot of freshmen. We've got six student athletes that were on campus last year. So it's uh, it's going to be a, a whirlwind to try to get everybody on the same page. And we feel that if we can connect quickly, that we will be successful faster. And I think uh, we've got to get everybody together as a, as a group and, and go from there. The level of anxiety or anxiousness that you have to get the season going, to see the hard work that you put in putting this roster together and see it on the ice, is it similar to what you felt when you first put the team together, uh, when you took over as the head coach, the first and only coach this program has ever known, when you put together your first team, did it feel like this? It's different because we've got a history. Um, I've... I'm a lot older now, a lot more wiser, a lot more gray, a lot more weight. Um, <laughs> but it it feels it's different because we've been there and we've had success. We know how to get there. That was something completely and utterly 100% new. Like we know uh, our locker room. We know our arena. Like at this time in 2004 when we were doing it, they were still building our locker room. I mean, it, it's it's different. You know, we, we talk about it being a uh, – People bring refer to us now as the new program, or it's a relaunch. We're not a new program. We've got uh, we've got history. We've got things. We've got championship banners. So it's it's now just getting us, like I said, connected quickly as a culture, as a family, and being able to to uh, be ready to go on October seventh and try to get there as quick as possible. 
I mentioned you start off against Bowling Green. Um, the schedule is out. You also play Alaska Anchorage out of conference. Uh, you go and you play a national powerhouse in Minnesota on December the 29th and 30th. Uh, talk to me about what it what needed to be done to get this schedule put together, especially when it comes to the out-of-conference opponents now that you're back in the Atlantic. Uh, it wasn't difficult. The The big key was getting somebody to be able to play on October 7th, and we're very thankful to Bowling Green to be able to do that. We want to have a, a combined men and women's home opener, make it a big uh, uh, to-do, have a big festival-like atmosphere, excited for both programs, started back and playing. And obviously the women all have played a road games a weekend before, but um, they everybody's been great. College hockey's been outstanding to be able to have uh, Bowling Green and then have uh, go to Anchorage, who also went through the same thing that we did a, a couple years ago. And then Arizona State, they owed us a return trip. They were coming to us in 21-22, and um, we had been there previously, and they're going to come back, and we're going to have the, the Sun Devils in our building. And then you mentioned Minnesota and with Logan Cooley and all the, the top players they have. Uh, they should probably be consensus number one going into the year. So that will be a big challenge for us. And then to have Stonehill, which is also a new program on our schedule, that's a that's a pretty um, exciting start to uh, a restart to the program. Derek Schooley with us in the Breakfast Events podcast talking about the return of the Robert Morris University hockey program. The schedule is out. The roster is out. Let's talk about the roster now, Derek. And let's go from goaltending out. And I say goaltending out because you have at least one familiar name to those who know college hockey in Pittsburgh. Played against you guys in Chad Veltri, a former Niagara University product, a Fox Chapel kid. Um as far as the goaltending goes, do you start with Chad? And what was it like to get him into the program? Yeah, we think we're pretty deep in goal. And obviously to add Chad Veltri, who played 40 games last year, has has 34 college wins. He's the goalie of record in our last win, as well as our last loss, but just <laughs> with Niagara. Uh, and to be able to have somebody from Pittsburgh, to have some local flavor. Chad is a obviously uh, a local born bred pens elite uh, went through the, the the youth hockey system and be able to have him come back and he went in a transfer portal and he had a lot of options and to be able to, to choose to play in front of his family and friends in his fifth year here is 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 pretty special for him but also great for us and to be able to start in net with him is is uh, we couldn't ask for a, a better um, person. He's played over 100 college hockey games. And then you go down the list and you got Francis Bovera, who was the starter at his freshman year at St. Lawrence. Kind of a hard luck. They were a rebuilding team. He had good numbers, didn't win a game, but uh, and then he got replaced after that and then played uh, just a couple games the last couple years. But he won a championship in junior hockey. Um, his Every time he's played, he's made a, a ton of saves and and played hard. It's just Unfortunately for him, he hasn't had the ability to win a hockey game. But he's a he's a very very quality goaltender as well. And then we added a a somewhat local Columbus Junior Blue Jacket product and and Michael Sochan um, coming to us. He played in the BC Junior League and um, went up to the the Blue Jackets organization to to be able to add, add him as somebody with a lot of upside and potential. Learn under those two is uh, is going to be great for his development. On defense, it looks like you got some transfers, maybe a little bit more youth up front. Um, was that by design, or is that just kind of how it worked out? 
that's just how it worked out. We wanted to get uh, our goal was four, four, and two, and we got uh, four, four, and two. Would I love to have a, a fifth forward? Um, it just scoring became so difficult to get at the end of the transfer portal. Everybody is looking for scoring. We're very fortunate with the the players that we got, but there was a lot. We had a we we hit some home runs early in the transfer portal on defense, and to be able to bring in four quality players. Cade Townen has been a an elite defenseman in Atlantic hockey from Mercyhurst. Um, had a relationship with Matt Nicholson, our uh, associate head coach, and and who was previously at Mercyhurst. And uh, to be able to add him is is a, is going to be a, a big thing for him. And then to add two players that have played high, high level hockey games and Luke Johnson from Providence and Mitch Anders from Boston College, uh, both of Hockey East uh, is a is a big feather in our cap because Mitch played in the NCAA tournament, um, wore a letter at, at Providence. Uh, Luke Johnson's an offensive power play type D that had the ability to uh, uh, go a lot of places, chose Providence and um, we're happy that he chose us for his his fifth year. And he has a relationship uh, with our other assistant, Ryan DeRocher, who's returning, was with us as well previously. So we've got two assistants back as well um, that had been with us. But he had a relationship with Ryan. And um, those three are, are we're, we're very lucky to add those as fifth year guys. And then added Trevor Ladon from St. Thomas, who uh, is a big, solid stay-at-home defenseman that should add some 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 bulk and some, some grit to our D and um, Rico Blasi at St. Thomas couldn't speak, uh, spoke very highly of him. They just, he wanted to hire a bigger role and that's the way the transfer portal is right now. And and we'll see if uh, Trevor can take advantage of that here. How about up front? Are you a little bit younger there? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't want to diminish our, our five freshman D because we do have some pretty good ones and two defensemen that played together in Smith Falls, Ontario and, Tom Gangle and and um, uh, Thomas Haynes are, are both big guys, and uh, then we've got a lot of we've got some upside in some offensive defensemen and Michael Craig, Luke Van Wy, and Gabriel Lund. They're all puck movers. They're all great skaters, guys that are going to be in, involved in the offense. So I don't want to forget those five guys. But uh, getting back to the the forwards, yeah, we're a little up, little younger up front. I kind of divided our group when when I talk about them in in threes and you've got the the group one of the six returning forwards that were here last year uh, group two are our four transfers and then group three are our seven newcomers so with those seven guys a lot of speed a lot of size a lot of skill they scored goals at, at the junior hockey level but they're freshmen and jackson reineke walter zacker were league leaders in the north american league where Cody Wido and Brady Ferguson came from. You had McKay Hayes and George Kateris and Lee Chang and Cameron Garvey from the OJ. They all were, were very successful in the OJHL and in Ontario. And Tanner Klimke had a, a boatload of goals in the Alberta Junior League. So with all those guys, we think there's a lot of upside in the, the younger portion of three of our freshman class of forwards. How important are guys like Matt Hutton and Gavin Goulash and Cammy Bear, guys that have been through the program and played with the team in the past? Well, those that's another group of the six that have been here the last year and, and skated with us and practiced with us. And uh, Cam was our most improved player the last year we played, set up the, the game-winning goal uh, in overtime against Niagara. He made an unbelievable diving play to Darcy Walsh. 
And I mean, he's, he just was getting better and better. Gavin Goulash played a very solid penalty killing third, fourth line left wing role for us was hard to play against. And Matt Hutton's a, a positive guy. He went and played division three hockey for a year at, um, and was their leading scorer. And, um, will be interesting to see how Matt fits back into it. Cause he didn't play a lot here the first time, but those three will be, uh, you know, they've, they've been here. They know how the colonials play in games. They've, they've seen us play and, um, they've been a part of, of some big wins and hopefully they'll, they'll continue that. And the three other fresh, the three other guys that were a redshirt freshmen that were here all last year, Dominic Schmizzi from Greensburg and Charlie Merkley and, and, uh, Matt Boxcar are, are, are high energy, uh, worked hard, paid the price, uh, worked, uh, the whole year to prepare for this. So I'll be interested to see where they fit in the group. And then the other group is our transfers after that. That's Dallas Tulick, for instance, from Ferris State and Paul Most, right? Two guys uh, that some folks might be familiar with. Most from Mercyhurst, you played against him a bunch, correct? Yeah, Paul Most is uh, from Butler, also another Penn's Elite product, grew up through their system, went and played a lot of junior hockey. Um, Paul, we were looking to add top six guys, and and Paul doesn't fall into that that mold, but every player that we kept looking at, you know, we just kept see coming back to the fact that Paul scored a lot, probably about four or five empty net goals when he was at Mercyhurst. He had a couple shorthanded goals. Um, he plays with energy and we felt that he could be the anchor of our third line and maybe even contribute a, a lot more than he had previously. But you don't score shorthanded goals and empty net goals because you're just because it means you're playing the game the right way. It means you play the hard game it means you're out in the last minute to block a shot. You're out to, to kill a penalty. So to, to have him um, play those hard minutes will be, will be beneficial for showing our young guys the way. And Dallas Tulick was Ferris State's second leading scorer as a junior. And uh, we recruited Dallas originally way back before he went to Ferris and, um, he played in the USHL, the North American League, and we're excited to have him. We think that he's got a lot of upside to score, and our other two guys have scored a lot. Uh, Riley St. Ange scored 15 goals two years ago for Mercyhurst, um, which obviously plays in our same league, so to be able to add a goal scorer like that's big for us. And uh, He's just he's a mature, he's 25 years old, he's hardened, he's been to a lot of different junior hockey teams. This is his third school. He he was at Anchorage when they stopped playing for their program for a year, went to Mercyhurst and then came here. So he's embracing the role of being a, you know, a, a well-traveled veteran and, and Logan Ganey from Michigan tech, he played in the NCAA tournament against Penn state and was on the power play. So obviously you're, you're not playing in the NCAA tournament and being on the power play if you can't do some special things. So those four are going to be a, a big key for us, uh, both in creating culture, creating energy, and hopefully contributing a lot offensively. How important is it to you? You mentioned Matt Nicholson a couple of times. You brought up Ryan DeRocher too. Chris Kostick back as hockey operations coordinator. To have some familiarity on your staff as you relaunch. Oh, it's 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 awesome to have. And I'm very appreciative of the fact that uh, they wanted to come back and, and work for me again. Matt was with me in the, the glory years from uh, 09 to 15. He won three championships. Uh, a playoff championship, two regular season championships. He recruited a lot of those all-time leading scorers. 
and he did an outstanding job with us for the, the past year, helping to put this team together. And, and then I was very fortunate to add Ryan DeRocher, who was with us the last year of the program. We also won a championship and uh, Ryan was at Colorado college and uh, he wanted to come back and he would been their, their hockey ops director. He wanted to get back into coaching more. He wanted to get back into recruiting and um, we're lucky to have both of them. And Ryan's an outstanding young coach. Matt's a, uh, a good uh, veteran coach and they're going to be, they're going to be great to work with. And then to have our support staff and Chris Costick and Tim Goldinger back, those are, that's big. So there's a lot of familiarity amongst the staff and it, it should be great to help us gel quicker again. And then to be able to help the players gel, like I said, we have to get connected and together as quick as possible because we don't have the older guys uh, in in numbers to show the younger guys the way. Finally, Derek, and this dovetails with that last point, the overall team building process, this is a big picture question, but how did you find it? I mean, how did you find the balance between recruiting, getting the uh, transfers in, the freshmen in, um, the questions you were asked about the stability of the program? How did it all come together for you? Was it more difficult than you thought? Was it a little bit easier than you feared? I mean, Kind of take me through your thoughts now that you have something on paper as opposed to when you're looking at a blank page. couple things there, Tim. One, you had to be flexible. You had a plan, but you had to be willing to to adjust that plan because you didn't know what you were going to get or where you were going to go. Like I said, originally we wanted to get a whole bunch of top six forwards in the transfer portal, and then we realized that we can get one of the best third-line guys with a lot of upside to be a top six guy out there. So you had to be flexible. That was one thing. And I always talked, Matt and I talked about that all year um, uh, with that. And there was a lot with getting all these kids in through admissions and uh, with through uh, still working with fundraising with Chris King and TJ Brown and uh, Nicole Law and our, our student services helping getting them in. So there was a lot to be done that way. So that was the first thing is to, to be flexible and the, the second thing was just to make sure that you were able to uh, try to start building a culture of how you wanted. You wanted captains. You wanted to have guys that were leaders, guys that were workers, and to be able to help build and facilitate that culture. And I think that's what we did. We got a, a good number of captains. We got a good number of guys that have been energy guys, guys who have played in a lot of roles. And you got to be you got to be able to to now put those pieces together and and hopefully we can do that uh, uh, very quickly, like I said. Well, Derek, thanks a lot for the time. Can't wait to see the team back on the ice. It'll be very interesting to see how it all comes together for you. And uh, I think a lot of people are excited to get college hockey back here in Pittsburgh on both the men's and women's side. We look forward to uh, calling the games, Mike Pursuit and I. Uh, we'll be back at it doing the play-by-play, and we are very excited about that. And uh, hopefully you'll get a great turnout on October the 7th to welcome the Colonials back to the ice. We're expecting a, a sellout every game. So get your tickets, get your season tickets as, as soon as possible. And um, I talked about familiarity and, and bringing back the, 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 my staff, but bringing back the, the play-by-play staff. We got, we got the <laughs> band back together. I talked about Matt and Ryan winning a lot of hockey games. You guys have been uh, around for calling a lot of wins. So, 
Uh, I don't know if we're going to be able to leave the lights on at the ground round anymore because it's <laughs> been like it's been like three things since you you, right. you called it that. Ground round should have given you some like uh, advertising dollars or sponsorship for that. Yeah, um, I should have gotten some sort of ground round golden parachute or something, you know, an nil deal. Yeah, look forward to uh, calling the games. Look forward to seeing the games, and uh, we'll see you very soon at the island. Okay, thanks, Tim. Derek Schooley, head coach of the RMU Colonials.